Our sponsor today is Squarespace. Squarespace is great if you want a website and the internet confuses you. And you really don't feel like learning anything. It's good to have you here at the anecdotal experience. But if you left I wouldn't make it a big deal. I might actually be leaving here pretty soon myself. You're back. You're home. It's good to have you here. Today's episode is Dr. Courtney Mills kicks it old school. It's good because Courtney is a comedian and she's also a doctor, which is awesome because she's going to tell a story before she was a doctor when she was a farm girl doing some gross stuff. But after that, uh, she, she gives us a lot of good information about the human brain and what's going on. What's, uh, what's the difference between a sociopath? and a psychopath. She knows her stuff. So, you're going to get a lot of information to impress people with. Uh, Take notes. Get a pen. uh, Write stuff down. It's interesting. I really like this episode, and I hope you do too. Courtney Mills, Dr. Courtney Mills, kicks it old school. So at that time, I was, I believe, 19 or 20. Okay. So I was 19 or 20. Um, I was going to college at Shawnee State University. That's in Portsmouth, Ohio. All right. I'm familiar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I was going. Um, I was still living back home in Chillicothe. So that's like an hour north. So I'd actually drive to school back and forth okay an hour well yeah. uh, technically two hours yeah two hours back yeah i did that too yeah yeah um so i lived with my mom at the time and uh at that time i was with my ex-fiance i used to be engaged a lot oh of people know man that. Yeah. you can't bring up a detail like that and not have us what happened there <laughs> yeah a lot of people don't know that actually um i don't know so we were together for Almost six years. Okay. Yeah, he was my high school sweetheart. All we right. kind of like grew up together, went to school together, okay. and all that. Um, I don't know. We uh, were engaged for about a year and a half before I broke it off. Nothing. It's weird because nothing terrible happened. Like there wasn't like this big thing. Like no one cheated on anybody. Right. An it event. wasn't that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't happy anymore. Like for the past, last year of our relationship, like. Uh, I just wasn't happy and I like I loved him obviously yeah but I wasn't in love with him anymore and I just waited a, a while because sometimes I don't know if you've ever been in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. but like uh, you go through periods where you're obviously not feeling that person as much okay so I was like well this might just be like a period so that's why I ended up I felt that way for a long time but I was trying to make sure that it wasn't just a right funk I was like it'll come back through. around yeah, yeah yeah but it did it and uh, we lived together and I just started, like, I was just really resentful of it. Like, I didn't want to come home. Yeah. You know, that like, we were we didn't even have sex, like, the past, like, the last three or four months that we were together. Okay. So, you know, like, shit's wrong. Yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, so, and I just, you know, we were engaged, and I didn't want a marriage that didn't work, you know? Like, I didn't yeah. want to, because some people go through that before they get married, and then they just still do it, and then they're unhappy, and that... I don't know. I saw my mom go through failed marriages, and I was like, I don't want yeah. to do that. Uh, it was one of the toughest things I've ever had to do, you know, because I, like, I loved him. I felt really bad, but 
Yeah. It was the right thing to do, I guess. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, sorry to derail your story. No, it's okay. Uh, but this is super interesting. What, why did you resent him? I don't know. I think we just, uh, grew apart. Okay. We were, uh, we just weren't the same people we were when we, uh, got together. Um, I don't know. And it was hard because we were on, like, very different paths in our lives. Like, I, yeah, you know, was going to school uh applying for doctorate programs because i'm in a doctorate program now Mm -hmm. and he was still you know it was just and not that that matters but i I don't know no yeah i just wasn't in love anymore and i didn't like i cared about i still care about him a lot i think about him every day because like you you know like something like that just doesn't go away you know like someone who's that a big part of your life doesn't just like yeah how long ago was that uh it was right before, a little over three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I. that's that's crazy. Okay, so... I feel like I just talked way too much in detail about that. <laughs> I mean, we can cut like, it out if you want. Nah. But, yeah, no, I think that's important to the story. So how far of, like, what's about to happen now? How far away is, uh... How far away is... Like, how long are you? Have you been with this guy at this point when you're commuting back and forth? We started dating when I was 17, so probably two, a little over two years. Okay. And there was a period, like, there was a period of time where we weren't together that whole time. Like, I don't know. You know how sometimes in relationships you're like together for a while and then broken up, but you're kind of like, you say you're broken up, but you're still together. We went through a lot of those at first. Okay. So, On again, off again. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I felt like when you were telling me this earlier, it felt like you were like crazy party girl, Courtney. No, 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 oh, no, no. I was engaged at the time that this happened. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah, we may come back to that. Okay. Because, yeah, sounds, sounds interesting. But, all right, so you're commuting from Chillicothe to Shawnee State. Yeah. And you're in college. Yes. Go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm still living with my mom at this time. Um, I don't know how, how much else I should describe my... The reason I mentioned my ex-fiancé is because we threw this party for him. Okay. And then it was me and my uh, best friend at the time, Brandy, and she was dating a guy who was really good friends with my ex-fiance. Okay. And that's how this whole thing came about. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want any more setup of... Uh... I think we're good. We're okay. there. Okay. We get it. So what we did, what had happened was... <laughs> um, so their birthdays were coming up, and we had this idea. We wanted to throw them a big party because they had uh, a house of their own, and uh, we wanted to do something really sweet. Uh-huh. And I don't, I don't remember how we came... I think we were actually watching the movie. Um, what movie was that? Old school. Old school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were watching Old School and we got the idea for it. And we were like, this would be the funniest fucking thing if we just did this. Like, if we got a baby pool and filled it up with baby oil. Yeah. And then had people wrestle in it. Right. And then so we did it. But in the film, it's KY. Yeah. Which is meant to go on skin. Yes, yeah. Okay. Well, like yeah. grown person skin. Yeah. Yeah. And then we ended up. Well, I don't want to ruin it yet. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, we got this idea, 
And we told them that we wanted to do it. And they were like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they were playing. I mean, it was a huge party. All right. Like, yeah, it was a huge party. Um, because the, they actually had a pretty big house and a pretty big uh, backyard. So we had this, like, pool. And when it happened, there was so, like, there was a crowd of people. It was so weird. All right. I forget that I did it sometimes. This is, but I think oh, that, okay. Yeah. This is, uh, you're outside. Yes, yeah. This is, like, frat party. What is it? Is this, like, a complex? What's going on? Oh, no. No, this is their, this, so they had a house. This is out in the country. So okay. I'm, I'm from uh, the outskirts of Chillicothe. All right. So this Which is, is just, a small town already. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this is like a bunch of country bumpkins. All right. Are you a are you a country bumpkin? No. You're not. <laughs> Wait. You can say I, if you are. No, I don't know what a country bumpkin is. I guess. Uh, are you from like Buffalo, Ohio? <laughs> yes. Okay. So the closest town. It's actually not even Chillicothe, but it's not even a town. It's just like there's houses and a cow pasture that used to be a softball field. But the closest like town to yeah. where my mom's house is called Knockham Stiff. You can Google it. All right, it's, I believe you. It's literally called Knockham Stiff. Okay. Which is. So these are all like high school friends. These aren't college kids. I mean, some of them might have been, but most of them were all friends. So it's actually a bunch of yeah friends that I went to high school with, and uh, one of the guys. So my ex fiance, he lived with a guy that was in a motorcycle gang. Ooh. Like a real motorcycle? Yes, All right. Like Hell's Angels are just like guys that owned motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, no. So, no, it was a pretty intense. They're called the Booze Fighters. All right. What are they getting into? <laughs> there was this guy, uh, and his name was Trojan, because uh, <laughs> because he had so many kids with just random women. No. They never wore a condom, so that's what what his name was was trojan whoa and all he wore so a lot of the guys wore their like leather biker jackets with like stuff underneath but he always just had the leather jacket and nothing else so just shirtless leather jacket unprotected yeah yeah there we go i didn't even get that until now yeah that's disgusting (laughs) and he was like revered because he like had spreaded his seed so far yeah that's so yeah you're from but ohio so My these are all is, yeah okay. I forgot I forgot all of this happened. Like sometimes thinking it back, like my life is so much different now than it was then. Like that. Oh, I bet. Like I'm painting the most redneck picture. Like yeah. You're then, just realizing now yeah. how redneck it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't really know me that well, so this is like your first impression of like learning about my life. So yeah. This is great. I think I've talked to you <laughs> once before. Yeah. So. All right. Well. It's okay. Yeah. What, it happened. Yeah. I'm from, like, middle of nowhere, Indiana, so. Yeah. Same thing. Well, have you ever partied with motorcycle gangs? I haven't. A guy named no. Trojan? No. Avoided it, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually remember, I forget this one guy's name that was in the gang, but he was really tall, and we actually had a keg, so it was a kegger. Okay. And uh, he lifted me up uh, to do a keg stand that night. Yeah. All right. I don't know why this. I just remember that, but I don't. Uh, no, paints a better picture of the party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. All right. Where was I? Uh, you're at the party. Uh, you have the bright idea of. Oh wait, no, no, no. We, oh. This is before that. We can't be at the party yet. I was oh. just describing. You're planning we it. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to be a big party. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. You can move the mic a little bit, and you can get a little closer. Right. You can do, do whatever need, you want. Do I need to get closer? Uh, you may have to get a little bit. Okay. Um. There you go. Ian better. was a soft talker too. Oh, he was okay. the guy last on the podcast. Um, 
Yeah, you're good. Okay. You can move it too. You can touch the mic. I'm fine. Do I? Do you want? I feel like you want me to touch. You're the good. Mic. If you're there, you're <laughs> okay. fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> All right. So you're planning the party. Yeah. Um. So it's probably like it's a day. Okay. So it's a day before the party. Yeah. And we are going. We already have the baby pool, so we have all of that. Okay. Uh, but now we need to go and buy the baby oil or mm-hmm. whatever we're going to use. Right. So we go to. Um, it's not Costco. Sam's Club. They had yeah. just built a Sam's Club. So we go to Sam's Club and we try to find baby oil and they don't have it. So we start calling like other places around town. We call like Walmart, Kroger, all those places to see like if they have boxes, which is like the weirdest thing ever because we're just calling these people like, hey, do you have a bunch of baby oil we right. can borrow? They probably know these like <laughs> stupid kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, we don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what we had to end up doing because we couldn't find baby oil is we had to substitute it for cooking oil. Oh my gosh. Which is exponentially nastier. Right. I guess, I mean, it's like oil's oil, right? Yeah. Or so you thought. Yeah. And then we realized like once we had got it, uh, back to the house and we were dumping it in the pool, like how bad it smelled. Uh, Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you're, but you're still like, oh, this smells bad, but we're still doing this thing. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. do any research where you like, hey, let's make sure this is a, this, we'll substitute. Or are you just like, no, no, no we just, fine. yeah, yeah, right, okay. we just bought it. All right. <laughs> yeah. For it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, we bought a bunch of cook- cooking oil, and uh, so the next day we were uh, getting ready, and <clears throat> so, like, the guys were in charge of, like, getting the beer and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So, they were doing that. And um, we had the pool, and we were, like, dumping the oil in there. And, like, before, when people got there, it smelled, like, it. the smell was so bad. Like, just, like, throughout everything. You could smell it when you got out of your car. Really? Yeah. It's outside. Yes. And you're, yeah. like, people get out of the car, like, what's that smell? Yeah. It smells bad. Yeah. And it's good. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. it in the front yard or backyard? Backyard. That's gross. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 I don't, I guess I just, I, I like, uh, cooking oil... That's on my fridge. Like yeah, that. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, it might not be that. That looks pretty, like, s- solu- Uh. You can check out the cheapest stuff you could find. Yeah. Because it yeah. didn't matter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, because we, we poured that, like, a few hours before the party started, and then we started drinking, because yeah. we are like, well, we need to be pretty sauced up for this. Right. To make this <laughs> poor decision. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, we had... Because uh, we also planned, I mean, obviously we're going to let anybody wrestle who wanted to wrestle, right. but like we had to have people that we knew that were going to, you know, we didn't want to like rely on people on their own to do it. Because then what if nobody? Yeah. It? You need yeah. to have some people that are like, are, I'm in. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to show yeah. up and I'll come and yeah. do this. Okay. Yeah. So it was yeah. me and her All right. and we had like two other girls. I don't even remember who they are. I have no idea. I don't remember. Really? Yeah. You didn't even know? Or I you think kn- I knew them at the time, but I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. So it was me and her. And um, so we were just in bathing suits is what what we did. Right. Um, This is a summertime party, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think it was probably August. Okay. Yeah. Because my ex-fiance's birthday is in August. And okay. Yeah. So it was August. It's warm out. Yep. Um, So people start getting there. Uh, You know, everyone's like drinking or whatever. Yep. And uh, so it comes time to do... The wrestling and i mean there's tons of people there like 
Yeah. How many? Uh, Probably more than 50. Like 50 or 60 people, if not more. Like there's a lot of people. Because it's not that big of a place. Yeah, so it feels like a lot. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's probably more than. I I don't know, but... I remember there's a crowd watching you. Yes, okay. yeah, and and uh, in cl- and, and that crowd including the booze fighters, the motorcycle club, right? <laughs> yeah, who are <laughs> here is, for the show? Yeah, yeah, which okay. is so nasty actually. Now that I think about it too, because I'm like 19 or 20, we're all pretty young, and these guys are probably in their like 40s. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. No, these aren't young people. Like Trojan isn't a 25 year old guy with kids. Like he oh, was wow. like tall. He's shorter than me. He's probably like five six bald-headed, and a beer gut. That was Trojan. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. What's he doing at the party again? <laughs> so the guy that my fiancé lived with was older than us. All right. Um, not that old, but he was probably in his late 20s, early 30s at the time, and right. he was in that motorcycle gang. So Got because it. he lived there, he invited them. They were Have invited. The, uh, what's yeah. the name of the Booze Fighters? Booze Fighters, yeah. Have them come out? Yeah. 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 All right, so... <laughs> my gosh so the booze <laughs> fighters are there everyone you're all right you're gathering people around right yeah okay. yeah so everyone's gathered around and so it starts out with me and my friend and we don't have i mean we don't know what we're doing we've never wrestled or anything before are you nervous uh a little bit but mostly because i'm uh if i i was mostly just self-conscious because i've always been self-conscious about the way i look so okay. like because of the fact that i was in a bathing suit in front of a bunch of people right. getting ready to wrestle in but not know. about the fight itself. No. Right. Oh no. No. Okay. Yeah, I didn't give a shit about that. Okay. Because uh, I mean, it's just for fun. But yeah, like me be being like almost naked in front flirty, of everyone that was fun. Yeah. yeah okay. But yeah. all right. Got it. Um. So. Yeah, I don't even remember the fight. The only the only couple things I remember about the fight is it started out with her and I, and I remember at one point my friend uh, Jesse Tackett. He's a guy uh, that I didn't go to uh, school with, but he lived in our town. Mm-hmm. And I remember one, we were like on the side of the pool and her and I were wrestling and somebody dared him to grab my bathing suit top oh, and pull it off. Oh, man. Yeah. You were from a like country folk. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that would not fly for anyone that's taken like a women's studies class. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's taking women's studies in Chillicothe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So someone dared another person. And this person. is one of my best friends, though. Like, so it wasn't like a random stranger that did it to me. The, okay. All right. So the all right. Cool. Keep which, going. Which help? You know. Um, but yeah, like I don't like my whole top didn't cough, but my one of my boobs definitely did like, okay. pop out. Uh, so that happened, and then I remember the other girls like joined us, and it was just this weird. I don't know how long it lasted. Probably only like. 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be in there forever. You, not even that long, you maybe. You wrestled for 30 minutes? No, not that long. Yeah. Well, I feel like people well, would get bored. Well, no, people would, like, came in and came, so it wasn't, like, a constant thing. So, like, we stopped for a little bit and then, like... Uh, you like, did you rounds could walk or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it lasted, yeah. All right. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It was a good time. It was a All lot right. of fun. Like, it was totally gross, but... uh. It was a lot of fun. Okay. We had pictures. I wish, you know what? I wish I uh, had copies of the pictures that I could show you. I could oh. probably find them, actually. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. We have a website, so. Okay. Yes. Sweet. Uh, I think my friend might have them on her Facebook. No boob pictures. No. No. Okay. There might be an ass, though. Hmm. All right. So, yeah. People but. like that stuff. <laughs> 
but yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and after the wrestling match, I uh, I think that was the first night I ever smoked weed too. Oh, okay. But I think that was a lot of firsts. Yeah, 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 a lot of firsts. Big night. Yeah. Um, I took like two showers that night. It didn't come out. So that was the worst part. Is okay. that I smelled like cooking grease for probably three or four days. And I had to work the next morning. I worked at Sears back mm-hmm. home. Um, and when I went to school, like I had probably taken at that point four showers and my hair was still completely grease. Yeah. Like every, like my skin was so greasy and oily and my hair was so oily. Like it looked wet right. because it wouldn't come out. Of wow. Me. Yeah. It was so nasty. I smelled so bad. I know that I was still drunk at work the next day. Yeah. When I went in. And I feel like it wouldn't even matter. I feel like you may, people may notice that the fact that people may notice that you're hungover or still drunk or whatever, doesn't matter from the fact that you look like you're wet. Yeah, yeah. You look like you're, like, wet for hours of work. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know why I didn't call off at that time. But like, did you know how nasty you looked? Were you oh, yeah, self-aware? I, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. All right. So why didn't I call off? Like, thinking back, that's, that's, like, the definition of when you should call off of work. Yeah, you're like, I made a really bad decision last night. Yeah. And uh, you may want to fire me, but... I won't be at work. Yeah. But but this company of Sears really needs me today. They're going to go under if I don't. You're 19. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, they need me. (laughs) Yeah, no, they need me. And you're you're in a, like, role where you're interacting with people, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was at that time, I think I was working in hardware on commission, so I was selling, like, tools Uh, Oh, you had to hustle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're, you're going into work covered still just greasy yep okay yeah so yeah it was uh and then so after the party too like what i mean we didn't know what to do but we just dumped all that oil out in the yard yeah and it was you're you're a (laughs) farmer (laughs) that lives in the country yeah yeah and who cares yeah, actually, uh, French fries started growing from the ground. It was pretty oh, cool. Yeah, gross. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We planted potatoes and then we poured the cooking oil on it, and then they came out French fries. Whoa. That's how that worked out. Yeah, still gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so the yard was really gross for a long time because okay. there's oil in the grass. You know, because right. like it. Yeah. yeah, I imagine it's not good for the grass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I mean, you're 19. You're just like trying to have a good time. Yeah. Not, obviously, if you've gotten into the kiddie pool full of grease, you're not making good decisions. No. You're just doing stuff. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is what you're supposed to do. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, at what point? Uh, I'm wondering at what point are you realizing that like, whoa, we shouldn't have used vegetable oil. This is really gross, and this was a really bad idea. While we were pouring it into the pool. Really? Yeah. But we, we can't not do it now. Everybody knows we're going to do it. Like, some things we just... I mean, honestly, we did it because it would be a fun story to tell, and it would... It, you know, it was just... It was going to be fun. Like, we knew oh, it was wow. going to be gross, but we were just like, you know what? Let's just have fun. Fuck it. Like, it's just going to be a good time. Okay, so you're like, yeah, this is a bad idea. Oh, I'm yeah. going to be covered in grease at yes. work tomorrow. Yes, but yeah. In the future, there'll be a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell this story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, w- did you regret it then? 
Oh, no. 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 I just, I forget that it happened. And I honestly forgot that it happened until, like, a couple months ago. I saw my friend Brandy that I did this with. And we were talking about stuff, uh, like, in our past that we did. And I was like, holy shit, do you remember that time that we wrestled in cooking oil? Like, I forgot that that was a thing that we did. Yeah. It was buried on top of other hijinks. Yeah. That's... All right. Well, I definitely because my I, life is so much different now. Like you know, and, and that's like the weird thing. Like I forget that I did all these really weird, like redneck, yeah. gross things when right. I was younger. And it's not even been that long ago. I mean, I'm only 25, so this is not that long ago. Yeah, what, six uh, years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but my it's just my life is so much different now because now I'm in a doctorate program and remember, you know, like yeah, you can't that. be <laughs> swimming in grief. Yeah. So it's yeah. Okay. Well, I do. I think I I want to at some point get back to what happened to make you Courtney the doctor versus okay. Courtney the farm girl. Okay. Because I think that's really good. Actually, but, actually, cowgirl. Cowgirl. Yeah. When, 4-H fair. Oh, oh yeah, we went. Oh yeah, we really. Went, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, that right. was my life. That was my childhood growing up. But no, what I was going to say in second grade, the newspaper came to our school and they asked everyone in my class what they wanted to be when they uh, grew up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everyone everyone else had, like, normal answers, like doctor or whatever. And I had just watched the movie uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley, How the West Was Fun. All right. And I was really inspired. So I told them I wanted to be a cowgirl. Ah. And it is, my mom still has that newspaper clipping. It's, it's in the paper. Yeah. There's it, record. Yeah, yeah. That's legit, though. So it's like doctor, doctor, nurse, firefighter, cowgirl. <laughs> that, that means you weren't a boring little kid, though. Yeah, I was just weird, means. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's... All the other people are probably super boring now. Yeah. So, no. Uh, I think we're all... I don't I don't see a lot of people from my school. That's good. I have a few friends. Uh, that's about it. I okay. Still, yeah. They probably are all nurses and whatever. Wait, yeah. are you going to be a nurse? No, I'm, I'm getting my doctorate in psychology. Oh, okay. I'll be a psychologist. That's cool. Yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. You're not boring. <laughs> Tell me I'm not boring. You're not. Uh... <laughs> What would okay? So, where are we? I don't know. Okay, so I finished the story about. Oh I no, interrupted no, no. you. You were going into something, and I interrupted you. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Um. He. I. What I really want to know is what's that day at work like look like. Oh God. Yeah. So I was uh, definitely still drunk when I got there. I think I had to work. I worked the morning, so I was there. I had to work probably nine to four, something right. like that. Yeah, so I uh, tried to avoid all responsibility at first in the okay. morning. Uh, so I think I, because obviously if customers comes in, like comes come in, I have to like talk to them or whatever. And I work on commission, so I should actively be trying to like sell things. Yeah. But that morning I was just like, yeah, not about it. You're yeah, take I, it off. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just walk up to someone, and if they didn't ask me a question, I would like run and hide. Right. Or I would like still work, but just do things that I didn't have to talk, you know, in order to do. Yeah. So, like, I would unload the truck or, like, right. do stalking or something like that. Things so, that you're alone. Yeah. And yeah. nobody notices how greasy you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was so tired. Yeah. And my head hurt. You know, I mean. You know, you're hungover. Oh, yeah. So okay. hungover. But you're also covered in. Does your hair really look like it's just yes. soaking wet? Yes, because my... So, I have really thin hair anyways. Uh, yeah, I do too. Yeah. So, um, I have to take a shower every... I have to wash my hair every day, otherwise mm-hmm. it looks really gross yep, and greasy. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. So, it, it was even worse 
because you know what I mean, like. But at least, at least there was some sort of like thought that like, oh, it looks Courtney just didn't wash her hair today, or she didn't uh, no, wash her hair I yesterday either. I smelled like cooking oil. Like okay. there, people probably. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I have friends, so I think I told a few of them what had happened, like what went on. Yeah, like I didn't tell my boss or anything, obviously. But did anyone at any point in time say like you're disgusting? Go no, home. No, no, no one did. No. I think that's a feat in itself that you made it through the whole day. Maybe I just always looked disgusting. So they that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, us like thin-haired people. Yeah. If we didn't shower that morning, you know. Oh, yeah. That's how I look almost every day at work right now. There you go. Yeah. You set the bar so low that it was just like, well, maybe she, maybe, <laughs> you know what? This isn't that abnormal. Yeah. Just yeah. leave her alone. This isn't far off from her normal self. Okay. Man, I did. I actually, I have, I'll just tell this real quick. I have a story where I did smell so bad at work mm-hmm. that someone told me, like, you need to throw on some deodorant. It was a coworker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, it was traumatizing. Well, not like traumatizing, but like stepped up my, uh, my hygiene game. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather have them had told you though like i'm glad if i were you like i it would be embarrassing but i yeah. would be glad that they told me instead of going the whole day smelling they told me at the end of the day oh what yeah. shitty i know that's shitty honestly though i to your point though i was super grateful that yeah. he told me uh-huh. um and it was honest with me though because i may have i was just in a really weird living situation at the time i was mm-hmm. usually pretty hygienic but uh, yeah, I was in a weird living situation. I worked a lot, didn't have time to, I was a lifeguard, didn't have time to wash my uniform. Mm. So yeah, but he told me and now um, really changed. I, I shower every day. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. Some, like, I don't skip days. Yeah. Cause I, don't I usually don't that. either. I just normally wait until, like I'll take a shower when I get home from work. You yeah. know what I mean? So like I'll, like, so when I wake up in the morning, I'm kind of clean, but my hair will eventually get greasy because yeah. I didn't take a shower that morning. Same here. Yeah. Like, I'll do, I'll take the night shower, like, if I worked out or yes. something. Yeah. But then I, I, the morning shower is mandatory. Oh, okay. See, I don't, I have to be at work at eight in the morning, and since I stay up so late to do mics and do different stuff, I don't, I only get, like, four to five hours of sleep a night. Yeah. So I'm not waking up even earlier to take a shower. You don't prioritize the shower. No. Okay. Because I, so I work at a psychiatric hospital uh-huh. and I mean, I'm not like gross, like I'm clean, you know, it's yeah. not like I'm going into work like Yeah, you just got dirty. greasy hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes it's not even greasy yet, but just like during the day, it'll eventually get that, you know. Right. You got a couple hours until yeah. it's like, you got greasy hair. Yeah. Um, but I work at a psychiatric hospital. Most of the people I work with are sex offenders. So I'm not trying to look nice going uh. to work. Like I've... Worn, I've worked there since July. I think I've worn makeup one time there. Right. So, and that was because I think I had a show, like, immediately after work. So I had to, and I, I, like, I knew I wouldn't have time to go home and change and do my makeup and stuff or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, so you're doing a service by Yeah, I'm nice. actively trying not to look nice when I go to work. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. That's convenient. Yeah. You save yourself an hour of sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have to be at work at 8, and I think I get up at 6.45, and oh, I just cool. slowly get, because I had to leave at, like, 7.30. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay, so you're super greasy. You make it through the entire day. No one says anything. But then, of 
for days after, you're still nasty. Yeah. Like, it got better, you know, with each day. Right. But it, it was still... I had to throw away the clothes that I wore that night. Because I didn't wear clothes while I was wrestling, but the clothes that I put on afterwards got ruined. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you're still... You didn't shower, did no, you? No, I shower. It still without the... Like, right. Like, okay, yeah. you did... Yeah, had I, you put it on, like, right after being in there, it would just been... Yeah. You just soaked the clothes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so they were those were ruined, which sucked because it was like one of my favorite shirts. I remember being really upset about that. Right. Like I remember yeah. keeping it and like with the thought of, well maybe I can still salvage it. I'll just like yeah. wash it a whole bunch and like in a few months maybe it'll be better and it never did, so I just eventually threw it away. Right. Like, like I hold tried. On hope. Yeah, You're yeah. like maybe yeah. Maybe I'll just wear it and it'll smell greasy. No. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so disgusting. Yep. Very <sighs> disgusting. It's one of the, probably the grossest things I've ever done. Okay. Yeah. That's nasty. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm like, honestly, I would really just like to see the days following mm-hmm. of you, like, just coming out of being a monster. Of, of being crusted. Like a grease monster. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because I feel like we had, like, a girl in school we'd always make fun of because we were mean little kids mm-hmm. who was, like, nasty. Yeah. But I think that's a whole new level. I feel like it'd be very difficult to, like, live that down. Yeah. The girl in my school, her name was uh, Christina. She actually rode my bus. Mm-hmm. And I live by a cow pasture. Yeah. Which I don't know if you've ever been, or, like, to a dairy farm. But obviously, cow manure smells really bad. Right, I'm familiar. So yeah, yeah, so when we would drive past it, the guys on our bus would yell back, "Close your legs, Christina!" Oh that was so man, sad. too I mean. Thought, yeah, I know, and I would feel bad. So one day at school, I actually I went up to her and I was trying to be nice, so I said hi to her. Yeah. And then she told me she was going to eat my heart. That. And I was like, I'm just trying to reach out, and I was like, last right. time I ever tried that again. Yeah. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. I reached out a branch to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. Then you made fun of her on the bus. Yeah. Yeah, you gave it to her. So. Oh, okay. Wow. Gross. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess I kind of want to move on to the segue of how Courtney Mills became the bougie girl she is today. Bougie? I'm not bougie. Right. I haven't taken... We talked about this earlier. I haven't even showered today. True. <laughs> I am so hungover. Like, I left... I When I got home, all I did was put on deodorant, and I, like, took off some of the makeup that was underneath my eye. Okay. And then I came over here. <laughs> or... I haven't showered today either. I haven't brushed or, my hair. Yeah, I'm, I brushed my hair. Uh, I did... Did you brush your teeth? I did. I oh, did yeah. Too. So I brushed my teeth, okay. and I put on deodorant. Cool. And That's, I put on yeah. lotion so that I didn't smell as bad. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How does that work out? <laughs> That's like Febreze for your body. Right. It is. <laughs> yeah. I think deodorant's Febreze for your body. Yeah. Or you know? Yeah, both. Yeah. It's like you you can buy yourself an hour. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or I can. But. Yeah. Well, tell us like what the transition from being the farm girl into the soon-to-be doctor. Like, how did you, are you still a part of that? Farm girl, booze hound. What was the name of that gang? Booze fighters. Yeah, because I, I feel never like part of the booze fighters. Right, but I feel like you're you uh you associated with them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was it college that turned you into who you are? Well, I I w- when I started college, I knew I wanted to go into psychology. All right. Uh, and I, I th- it's pretty typical. Like most pe- a lot of people in psychology, like if you ask them how they got into it, they talk about 
just like shit they went through growing up and that was kind of what it was for me yeah so i had grown up with mental illness in my family uh-huh. and just like my own struggles with mental illness that i was like okay i want to learn more about this yeah so that's what i wanted to go into okay yeah what type of man what type of illness are we talking about and me or my family Your family whatever <laughs> or in you yeah um so my dad uh, had borderline personality disorder. I don't know if you're familiar with what that is. Not really. Um, and yeah, so it's basically, I don't know how to just, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Uh, so it's a personality disorder. So it's, um, those are different from like other mental disorders like anxiety or depression or schizophrenia because okay. it's not like they're experiencing all these symptoms. It's like a, combination of like personality features so it's they're often like hard difficult to treat because they've developed over the person's lifetime and it's like the way it's like they're who they are okay so what's that look like in your dad so borderline personality disorder so basically what it was with him is that he was um very emotional uh he was he would have a, he had a really bad temper so it was always like walking on eggshells around him yeah so uh it wasn't as bad when i was young but when i was older it was a lot worse because that's when i could actually see what was going on so like i would have to before i would call him or talk to him i would have to plan my conversation because he would um like turn things around on you or use your own words against you right it was just very it's a, it was just just volatile yes very yeah. volatile okay. yes yeah very volatile um, I remember him having psychotic breaks before, which at the time I didn't know what that was. But now, uh, you know, not looking back, I was like, oh, yeah. that was he when was you're psychotic. a kid, you're just like, oh, yeah. dad's crazy. He's yeah. weird. Yeah. And this is how he is. And yeah. 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 When you're you can recognize what the actual medical term is. Yeah. As you yeah. get older. OK. Yeah. So that's kind of what uh, got me into psychology. And you wanted to fix people. Yeah. Or okay. at least just know what was going on. I don't know. Because it, it was uh, a big part of my life. It, uh, you know, so I just wanted to learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that stuff's interesting too. Um, like brain and like mental, like when, I don't know. I, I think, I guess I'm more interested in people that don't necessarily have disorders, but like what's going on with most people. Yeah. Because I feel like most people... Like, with people with mental disorders, I feel like they're kind of outliers. Like, all of our brains... Like, our brains are pretty similar. You know? We probably... I think so. Yeah. It, compared to... I disagree, to, but I'll let you finish your All point. right. Well, we'll we'll go back to why you disagree. But I think um, most of the people that were around, um, we all pretty much think the same. If something crazy happens, let's say we're both at an open mic okay. and something crazy happens... Um, somebody, I don't know, whatever. Someone gets in a fight, um, throws a drink at another person. We're all looking around like, this is crazy. We all probably have the same reaction. Maybe mm-hmm. try to help. Maybe just whatever. We all diffuse the situation. All of our brains go the same place. Yeah. We all feel the same way about what's happening. Okay. But there are some people who are like, who just, they, their brains go different places. Like you can't really connect with them because yeah. of who they are. Yeah. I don't know if that was a good example. Give me a better example. Well, because, like, I understand what you're trying to say, but I think, uh, I don't know. Um, sorry, I just hit the mic. 
Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I agree with the uh, the fact that everyone's brain works the same because I think that's the beauty of why. Yeah. No, I guess I know what you're saying. I think. All right. From aside from the statement itself, I think they all obviously everything's very nuanced. We all think completely differently in certain ways, mm-hmm. but a lot of times. Um, if you don't have a mental disorder, we all kind of exist in the same world. And yeah. Well, I guess the thing that I disagree with the most is kind of the black and whiteness. Because uh, just, I guess, the way you're uh, using mental disorder, because I don't see it as something that's on or off. It's on. A, it's something that's on a spectrum. So I think everyone has some, even if you don't have, I'm not saying that everyone has a diagnosis, but you have features of, at any point in time, they can change, you know? Okay. So like, say, say depression. Right. Um, so, I mean, I have depression, but at different points in someone's life, like it's not you are, aren't depressed or you are depressed or you have depression or you don't have depression. Like everyone falls on that spectrum at different points at different times in their life. It's not a, it's not a black or white on or off thing. There's a gray area. Yeah. And we all differ in the amount of that trait that we have. Yeah. And it can change. No, I mean. yeah. Like, okay. like thinking of it as you have this or you don't have this is too simplistic of a view for me. You know, because the, bl- right. the mind is just beautiful, like extravagant thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot going yeah, on yeah, inside yeah. of your brain. Humans yeah. are so, it's, you can't describe it in that kind of a little box. Totally. I yeah. I yeah, I agree though. I agree. But yeah, I guess at some point though, there are people that are like absolutely crazy. People I work with. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Most, and, most of the people I work with are psychotic. Right. I guess the difference... Okay, here would be an example. Um, sometimes, like... Yeah, sometimes I get depressed, but it's always circumstantial. It's always like, oh, I'm sad because this. Okay. I'm sad because this person died. I'm yeah. sad because this girl doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's never like, I'm just sad. Yeah. Like, I just Which is feel what bad. I get. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I guess I would compare... Because I guess I, a lot of times I'm just depressed and right. I don't know what's ha- why. Yeah, and I've I've yeah. had people in my life that are like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's, everything's good. Yeah. We're at Penn Station. And it's frustrating. Like, yeah. it's so fucking frustrating. Right. And it, yeah, I guess it does. It totally sucks for everyone because mm-hmm. I can't relate to you. Yeah. I'm like, wait, you're, the girl you like likes you. Your dad didn't die. Yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. Why are you sad? Yeah. You have nothing to be sad about. But yeah. they're like, I can't, I don't know. I just feel, I just feel bad. Yeah. And that's what I would say, like, like that guy's brain is different because mm-hmm. everything's good, but he's still sad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, dude, yeah. like your emotions are crazy. Everything happening in your brain is, you know. Yeah, adds... I get what you're saying. You're a crazy bitch. We all get it, Courtney. No, right. I mean, everyone knows that if <laughs> yeah. they like, met you. Yeah. But... Yeah, do you know what I'm saying, though? Uh-huh, yeah. And I guess I, my question to you is, do you feel like, w- are you trying to fix that? I don't like the word fix. All right, well, we're, what, what are you trying to do then? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I do like the word. I think you should fix that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a pro- So I think that uh, the things that we experience and go through and our feelings, our emotions are make us who we are. And, um, yes, when you're really depressed, you don't want to go through those things, but it's a part of you. Yeah. And, um, it's not, I don't know if that's something that can be fixed so much as you can help 
change the way you react to it or change the way that it affects you, you know, you know, or the way that you cope with it. But I don't know if that's something that can go away. You, okay, you don't think that's... Because when I think of fix, when I hear the word fix, I think of, oh, you're going to take care of it and then it's going to go away. And that's not how mental illness works or those kinds of things work. Okay, well, all right. What if I say um, it's like serotonin levels and it's just like you just need more serotonin and we will fix your problem with more serotonin. But you're saying like an SSRI. I have no idea what that is. It's a medicate. It's a uh, used a lot for depression and anxiety. Yeah. So something like that where it's like the problem. We have the problem mm-hmm. and the answer is an SSRI. Yeah. And now, it's, yeah, it's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. So what it does is that that's exactly it's funny that you're saying that because yeah. that's what it does is it prevents serotonin from being picked up in between the neural synapse. So because what happens is too much serotonin is going away. So it's yeah. 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 So I guess when I hear that, I'm like, oh, great. You guys, you fixed the problem. Yeah. You know, because I've had people in my life that have been depressed and mm-hmm. they've, you know, they got medication and they were fixed. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say the person, but I mean, I, this person in my life, they were, they were depressed. Everything was good. Like it was, it, everything was fine. They were a member of my family, but once they got the right medication, it, it really just changed the sort of funk they were in. Mm-hmm. And it, like, medication fixed the problem. Yeah. And medication does help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the biggest advocate for medication, at least for myself. Yeah. Um, also, I'm biased just because I'm going to be a psychologist, so I do therapy for a living. Right. And you uh, know the best. Like, you're, you're the closest thing to a doctor. So you know you have the most knowledge on this. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, and obviously some people need medication. So the people that I work with at Summit, they need medication because they're psychotic. Right. And they need something to take care of their hallucinations and things like that. Yeah. But like with me, I have, have tried to take an SRIs and SSRIs before. And I always had just bad reactions. I just don't like being on medication. I don't... I'm the type of person that I would rather go to therapy and learn the skills that I need to take care of the way I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, because when you learn those skills, they can be applied to a bunch of other situations. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just have to learn these things and apply it. And I don't, you don't get that with a medication. So, yes, medication does help. Um, some people definitely need it. But at least for myself, I'm a big advocate of going to therapy and learning. Right. I mean, it's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's... I'm biased, I guess. No, I totally yeah. get that. And I, I feel the same way. I feel like sometimes medication can just be, like, the cheat code. Yeah. It's just like, you know, like, maybe you actually have things to work through. Maybe you actually have... Maybe we can get there. We can um, get you to a better place mentally with hard work in, you know, like a psychiatrist or whatever. Yeah. But maybe it's like, just go to sleep. Take these pills and numb yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... it's and a lot like, of other people don't like being on medications either. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because it makes I you, mean, like, that's sleepy. Med- and- medication compliance is one of the biggest problems yeah especially for um mental disorders because usually the medications have really bad side effects right so especially people who are psychotic and have like schizophrenia 
I mean, th- those medications, antipsychotics have terrible side effects. Like what type of stuff? Uh, so you can get um, um, things like tardive dyskinesia, which is where your tongue protrudes. Yeah. And so they can't control, like, their mouth, so their tongue sticks out, so there's a lot of drool and stuff like that. Okay. Um, you also get ticks, so a lot of times just, like, jerky, like, movements, things like that. Yeah. Um, Parkinsonism is one. Uh, yeah. Uh, and also they just, you you can tell that they're medicated, so, I mean, they're very they're very sedating, so they're right. slow, their brain's not working as fast, they're tired, yeah. sluggish, that kind of stuff. So it's like a, clear. Yeah. yeah. And that's a, that's a, that's a medication for what? Uh, for Psychotic w- disorders. Okay. So like schizophrenia, um, sometimes they're also used for mood disorders, not as much, but oftentimes, sometimes uh, mood disorders, sometimes you can have psychotic symptoms during that also. So. Okay. Sorry. I keep hitting the mic. <laughs> oh, you're fine. It doesn't, it's not that loud. Um, okay. Yeah. That's uh I don't know. I'm. A, I know nothing of psychology. I don't. I. I don't have a whole lot of um, experience with it. But I do in my own brain. I. I always feel like I can get to the bottom of why I'm feeling a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, I even. Yeah. Like I have books and stuff that I've read, and I'm like, you know what? This book. I've read a chapter of this book, and now I feel better. The problem I did have why I was anxious, why I was depressed, why I felt any sort of emotion, why I was angry. I've read the book and solved my problem. Okay. Because I was able to come to a realization why I was angry, why I was anxious, why I was like sad or whatever. And I guess it's, I I think that's awesome for me, but I know there are a lot of people that are like, it's not about realizing anything. Mm -hmm. It's something in my brain that makes me want to kill myself. Yeah. Well, and it's good that you can do that. And also not a lot of people have that type of insight. A lot of, there's a lot of people who uh, don't look for, they, they tend to dismiss those kind of explanations for the way that they're feeling. Yeah. So there's people who somaticize, which means that if they're feeling depressed or anxious, they feel it in their body. So that's like hypochondriacs. Okay. So a lot of times that they're going through psychological distress, they're like, well, it's a medical problem. It's not a psychological problem. It's a uh, medical problem. So, you know? so they don't have insight into their emotions or their feelings yeah. because they're just explaining it with their body. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it just kind of like manifests itself into physical pain. Yes. Yeah. Weird. Wow. So someone might just go to like not a psychiatrist, but go to a straight up doctor and be like, Oh yeah. I'm sick. Yes. And then it's really yes. just cuz like they're sad. Yes. And I'm do I mean, I think everyone does it to some degree. I definitely do it. Um when my dad died, I uh had panic attacks all the time. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. I was using an inhaler. I don't have asthma. Wow. But I like could not breathe. I remember one time leaving work because I thought that I was dying. I couldn't breathe, mm-hmm. and I could have swore that there was something wrong with my heart, that I was having a heart attack. So I, I went to like the ER like two or three times. And looking back, it was just really crippling anxiety, and you know, because I had just gone through something terrible. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it happens. It's not that uncommon. And you think that, like, you got that asthma just from grief? Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah, I used an inhaler for like six or seven months. And then I would like realize, okay, I don't need this. Weird. It was all psychological. Oh yeah, yeah. That is so bizarre. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, how do you, as like a medical professional, begin to even diagnose anything? What do you mean? Like, so do you work with patients? I imagine you, like, do you do counseling? Oh, yeah. With people that are just like batshit. That's the biggest, that's the main part of my job. Okay. And so most of my time is spent either in therapy or doing assessments. So giving people um, psychological tests. Okay. And so, okay, so you have like formulas and tests to really get to the bottom of what's going on in someone's brain. Yes. All right. Do you find those effective? Oh, yeah. They're they're proven. Uh, They're standardized tests. Uh, They've been used for decades. Um, They, yeah, they're valid, reliable. And there's more. That's that's the whole. It's a whole thing with like tests. Like, um, you know, obviously you want to use tests that are are valid and reliable. And you know that they're measuring what they're supposed to be measuring and things like that. Um, So that's actually a big part of psychology that people don't really know about. Yeah. Is assessment. Yeah, I yeah. bet. Yeah, because I mean, we do, because psychology is not just about like what you think of when you like anxiety and depression and that kind of stuff. Like, we also diagnose intellectual disabilities. So we do a lot of IQ testing, uh-huh. um, achievement testing. So basically, is someone performing in school at the level that they're supposed to be performing at? Yeah. Uh, another big part of psychology, like dementia, all of those are psychological disorders. So Alzheimer's, all of that. So we do the test, autism, right. that's psychology. All of that's psychology. And you can And take, you don't typically think of that when you, you know, when oh, you think of psychology. I guess I do. Yeah. Some you know? people don't though. Right. Um, but we are the only one, we are the only field that is allowed to give those tests. Even medical doctors aren't allowed to because you have to be trained specially in tests and measurements and know how to give standardized tests because if you don't give it in a standardized way it's not reliable you know anything that you do can skew the results and you can say well this isn't valid because you didn't do it the way you're supposed to do yeah um so psychologists are the only people that can administer and interpret those types of tests right okay yeah no i guess yeah i do think of that yeah, anything to having to do with the brain yeah, and what's yes. actually going on yeah. in someone's head yeah. is psycho. Like to me, yeah. even if someone like gets in a car accident, they're you know they brain damage or something. Oh yeah, TBI. Yeah, yeah, it's all mm-hmm. it's all going on up there. Yeah, you just Sorry, gotta I'm figure it out. Nose. I have really bad. Points. No, it's fine. I was gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna wipe them on the mic. Don't I, you dare. No, I'm uh, just sprinkling on the floor there. All right, go for it. There's plenty <laughs> more where that came from. Uh, no, my apartment's great. I need to vacuum anyway. Um, you have a joke about picking your nose. It's yes. super gross. Yeah. I was thinking, just, that just, just made gross. me think of it. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So gross. Uh, what were we talking about? I'm sorry, that was so rude of me. No. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. It's like, um, yeah, I guess I one thing, I this is just for me that I want to talk about, but um, what about, I, I have this idea of brain space and like empty brain space, okay? And I think the key to a good life is having empty empty brain space like what do you mean by empty brain space all right by empty brain space i mean like a lack of fear like a lack of anxiety a lack of anger so that you mean like they don't exist yeah just empty um like you're not i i think i'm i enjoy my life yeah but I don't enjoy my life when I am anxious. Mm-hmm. 
when I'm afraid of something. And Anxiety is a necessary emotion, though. All emotions are necessary. Yeah. To a point. Okay. All right. I guess for me, what about anger? It's telling you something about the way you're feeling. It's true. So if you're being uh, taken advantage by, by someone, I mean, it's all about survival. Yeah. You had, So that, I mean, we experience emotions for a reason. They're telling right. us that something's happening in our body and we need to do something. Yes. Okay, then I would say... That's why I'm saying to a degree they're all necessary, but obviously there comes a point where it's too much. Yeah, okay, then I would say I think you need to, in order to empty up that brain space, you need to, like, realize why you're having the emotion. Why are you mad? Yes, yeah. How can you fix this? Yes. Because you're... I think it kills you. I think being angry and resenting someone... That's why I asked you why you resented your fiancé, because I'm like, that's... It's so interesting to me. If you mm-hmm. resent someone and you fester on that reason, you resent someone, it, yeah. you feel like shit all day. Yeah, and that's what I was going through in that. Yeah. 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 It's a terrible... I mean, I think it's worse than fear. It's definitely a whole new kind of hell, but it's... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have this idea of trying to empty your brain. Any sort of negative emotion you have that's filling it, mm-hmm. I... I don't know. How would you go about doing that? How do you empty your brain? You know how I do it. Mindfulness? Like meditation? No. I've actually, I've tried meditating. It's not for me. It's not how I... Have you tried mindfulness? Because that's different than meditation. Explain it. So mindfulness um, is, it's a lot like it, so it can be similar, but the goal isn't relaxation. The goal is just to be present in the moment and one mindful. So... Because a lot of times when you're engaging something, like how many times are you, uh, I don't know, like watching TV, but you're also on your phone. So you're not fully engaged into what you're doing because you're doing something else or you're right. thinking about something else, Yes, which is very hard for us to do. So mm-hmm. it takes a lot of practice. Um, but the key is you can't fail at being mindful. Like yeah. you can, you just, even if you do it wrong, you just try again. But um I don't know. There's different types of mindfulness. Like, you can participate in something one mindfully. Like, I like Mm -hmm. to color. So, when I try to color uh, mindfully, I just, uh, I think a lot about the colors I want to use, and I try to clear my mind and just participate fully into that and not be doing anything else. Does that make sense? No, it totally does. Yeah. And, um... It's practiced in a lot of Eastern religions, Oh, I bet. Yeah. It's really, really, I mean, what it sounds like to me, it's distracting. Yeah. It's be like learning how to, to a degree, I guess. Well, actually, I don't know if it's distracting because a lot of times uh, when you're being mindful, you're being really observant of what's going on inside and outside of your body. So it's actually not, it's actually the opposite of distracting. It's really putting a magnet, like if, so a lot of times when I'm uh, trying to do mindfulness, I like to go outside and listen to nature. So I'm really like honing in on the sounds that I'm hearing. Okay. And thinking about, you know, yeah. All right. I can't, I can't relate. It sounds like meditating. I can't. It, it, it's similar, but it's not this, like they have different goals. I yeah. feel like, I don't know. No, I, yeah, I, I get you. I, I guess I, what about this comparison? All right. Okay. If I'm at a show and I'm nervous about me going on and doing my set, yeah. Um, what I'll try to do is I'll try to engage with someone else. I'll try to like have a conversation because I know I can get, if I'm having a conversation with someone, I'm there, I'm in it, I'm having a mm-hmm. conversation with 
um, a friend. Yeah. That's what I'll do. Like to distract yourself. Yeah. Which is a good skill to have, too. Right. I do that a lot with different things. If I could, like if I could color, if I could go outside and listen to nature, that would be pretty dope. But I have to... But you're scared of the outside. I am terrified. <laughs> I haven't left all day. But yeah, like I'll get, I'll find, especially if I can find someone that I'm like, this person's particularly engaging mm-hmm. and I can really get into it with them until they, whatever, call my name and I'm, I'm about to go on. Yeah. So at that point, I don't have that brain space that I had is now being occupied positively with someone I like and I can have a conversation with rather than the fear of me being on stage. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now I'm in the pocket experiencing whatever it was. Yeah. I don't have time to be scared. Yeah. I, it's like I don't give myself that. So I guess that's just my way of coloring. Okay, yeah. Is that... Makes sense. Is that mindfulness? Um, Distract... Mm, yeah, in a way it is because... Okay, so in the example you said of like uh, talking to somebody, you are mindfully engaged in that conversation with that person right yeah. like even though you're distracting yourself from someone else you're engaging yourself fully into that moment to right. try to yeah alleviate your anxiety yeah yeah and it usually takes something yeah i can't there's just certain things i need and usually it's interacting with another person yeah um i can't play with my phone i can't do anything mm-hmm. um, or if i'm sad if i'm sad i know I can always call someone. Yeah. See, on the opposite, when I'm sad, I isolate myself. Do you find that helpful? I don't know if it's helpful, but it's just what I do. Right. Yeah. So do you Som- find it helpful? Sometimes I get... I guess there's a part of it that must be helpful if I do it still. But there's definitely times where I want to reach out, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I... I sometimes I like to uh, fester on anger. What do you mean? Like, just think, stew stew on it? Stew. That's yeah. the word. I like to... Make a big stew with your anger. Oh, yeah. Just like a real a hearty stinky, stew of hate. Stew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Frothy stew. It feels... <laughs> I don't know. Something... I mean, you're the doctor, but something goes on in my brain where I'm, like, full of hate, but my brain is, like, keep going with this hate. Yeah. You're into it. Do you, like, have, like, what happens... Oh, I just, it's terrible. Usually I snap out of it when I start interacting with someone yeah. or get into my day. But, but it's, what, what part of you, okay, so the part that wants you to stew on your anger, what, like, what is it saying? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think even times I'll come up with situations where I'm like, well, this person will probably do this and I'll hate it because they're inconsiderate and they don't even think about what I want. And they haven't even done it. I've yeah. like made this situation in my head. I've done that before. I fantasize about getting invites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do that. I don't know if that how crazy. That's probably really crazy, but I do that. I'm telling you I do the same. Yeah. I think it's because I'm very passive. I'm getting better as I get older. I used to be really bad, but I'm still kind of passive aggressive. Okay. So because I, like, keep so much inside. Yeah. Like, that's why I fantasize about just letting it all out and, like, fucking beating the shit out of somebody. You. (laughs) Which sounds so crazy. It can't be good. It can't be like the right thing to do is beat the shit out of someone no but you should be able like i should be able to assertively tell like somebody how i'm feeling yeah before it blows up yeah i think that's the answer yeah i think the Instead answer of is holding it all in yeah. until it just yeah 
it's like being confrontational without beating someone up. Yeah. yeah. Assertive. Right. Is that the word? Yeah. Okay. So you have passive, assertives in the middle, and then aggression. Oh, man, this is good. Mm-hmm. So assertive is the guy to be. Yeah. The guy that says how he feels. Yeah. And, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's funny? I, I think about this sometimes, is some people, now that you mentioned that, some people respond, I think good people respond to assertiveness and maybe even yeah i think good people respond to assertiveness like if you're like hey what you said made me feel bad i wish you hadn't said it and i think bad people respond to aggression like bad people will keep doing what they're doing Mm -hmm. until someone's aggressive with them and makes them um deal with them for being hurt does that make sense so, like, they try to pull that anger, that aggression out, kind of? Like, yeah. Like, they're trying to push that person's buttons? They, or they, they go as far as they can. Like, uh, let's say okay, I'm... okay, okay. Like, let's say we're roommates. Yeah. Okay. And I keep doing stuff, like, just inconsiderate roommate stuff. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, could you wash your dishes? Uh, could you clean the bathroom when you're supposed to? You're saying, look, I don't like this. This yeah. is, you're not doing what you're supposed to do as roommate. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. And then I keep doing it. Yeah. You've been assertive. Mm-hmm. And I am a bad guy because I'm waiting for you to get aggressive. I'm waiting for you to okay. scream at me. Yeah. And, like, hit me. Why would you? So you're kind of like a, a masochist. Not right? even. Not no, even. But yeah, you're just, different. like, you're getting yeah. away with, like, you don't see it. Like, I, if I'm this bad guy, yeah. I don't see it as... Oh, I'm hurting Courtney. Yeah. Um, like Courtney, I'm frustrating her. This sucks for her. To me, I'm like, right. I'm like, I'm getting away with it. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like she just says stop, and I don't. Yeah. But then the day that you make me pay Mm -hmm. for being a bad roommate, the day when it directly affects you. Yes. But until then, sounds kind of like a psychopath. I've I know these people. Yeah. I've met them. Yeah. It's yeah, and I think it I think it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. With, but I think that's the, that's my that's my um, sign that you've become a bad person. Yeah. When that's how you. Or that's one of the signs. Yeah. You got some signs? Huh. Common no, threads. I just, no, I was just saying like I, that's probably not the only sign. Yeah, it's probably would... another, another few. Yeah. What uh? You got any signs? But for a bad person, um, or something, yeah, I don't know, like the like psychopath, like they've lost empathy. Yeah, well, I mean that's what my research is on. Is it? Yeah, psychopathy. Uh, so I mean, someone who exploits other people for their own personal gain. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's crazy. What's the difference between a um, sociopath and a psychopath? Um, <clears throat> so this is actually I prefer the term psychopath uh so a lot of people use them interchangeably but i do believe that they are different Mm -hmm. um because sociopath what that is kind of insinuating is that um someone became the way they are because of their environment their social environment that's Mm -hmm. so sociopath does that make sense so they were born born good but uh abused as a child or all this fucked up stuff happened yeah. to them and now they are the way they are. Right. Psychopath implies that 
the monster is born within. So, like, you're born that way. Like, yeah. you're born bad. I don't yeah. know. Have you ever seen Natural Born Killers? It's a really right. amazing movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. I've seen it, yeah. But that's uh, kind of what that's about, you know, mm-hmm. Natural Born Killers. Uh, so, you're just born bad. Um, because there are some people who are like that, and nothing's ever happened to them. Right. You know. Good family, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's not, it's one of those things, too. It's not one or the other. Obviously, it's a combination of those two things that make a person a yeah. psychopath. But I definitely prefer that term over sociopath because I know a lot of people that I've worked with that are psychopaths and they had fine childhood. You know, like nothing yeah. really significant, no traumatic history, nothing like that. So it's kind of like the nature versus nurture. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I think, I think um, like, the best kind of, like, villains in movies mm-hmm. are sociopaths. They're ones yeah. that, like, started good. Okay, yeah. Um, and they get that way because they were good. Yeah. And then they were hurt so many times. Yeah. They've gone bad. Yeah. And and to be honest, the way I use I just use psychopath regardless. So even if it was somebody like that, I probably right. would still call them a psychopath. Okay. I just I prefer that term. Right. But you you could make that distinction that yeah. the two are yeah. different in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's so man, that's crazy. I think about that a lot, just how people get bad. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Become that way. Yeah. Whether they start that way. I don't know. What's the answer? What do you mean? What's Dr. The Mills. How do they how do they get that way? Yeah, are people born bad or are they are yeah. they a victim of circumstance? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I've seen both in people that I work with. Yeah. It's got to be a crazy job. Mhm. It is. Is yeah. everyone bonkers? Uh, I mean, everyone. I work at a psychiatric hospital, so in order to be there, you have to have a serious mental illness. Um, not all of my patients that I work with right now are like actively psychotic, but they have they they have a diagnosis that's severe. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Are you? Yeah. Sorry, we've like veered so far from the story, but that's totally fine. fine. Yeah. Is that fine with you? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess are you empathetic? Like, is it hard being around all that? No. Um. I actually think it, it's funny, well, because most people I work with, they're there because they've committed a crime. And that's my area of interest, obviously, since I my research is psychopaths. But I love yeah. forensic psychology, so working with offenders, uh-huh. um, things like that. Uh, like, before I worked here, I worked at the jails. Um, so most of the people, they're there because they've committed a crime, and they're either not competent to stand trial because they have a mental illness, so, right. or they're not guilty by reason of insanity. So, like, like last semester, I worked mainly with sex offenders. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of where I work. Um, why did I mention that? I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're fine. I'm, I just asked you um, the people you work with. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, and you're yeah, telling us. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I'm trying to, like, describe it in a very general way, yeah. you know. Um, but, but, yeah, so that's why, that's why I work. Uh, oh, you asked me if it was hard to be empathetic. Uh, it's not for me, and I think that's why I meant to work with yeah. offenders because that's not an easy thing to do yeah. is to be able to work with somebody who did something that could be so terrible. But I'm really good at finding that one thing about a person that I can connect with that can help me understand yeah. them or why they did what they did. And not everybody can do that, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm 
really good at it. Uh, I I love that. I mean, this is what I meant to do. Yeah. Like I love this and stand up. Right. Yeah. No, that's that is really cool because I think a lot of times in our society we wanted to call someone a monster and then just deem them a monster, never talk to them. Yeah. And not try to figure out anything else. Yeah. It's um. One of my least favorite people of all time is Dr. Phil. Ugh, yeah. Because I think he does that. Mm-hmm. He'll bring someone on the show. He's and rather, very pejorative. and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just like, let's get him on That's and amazing. like everyone will clap when we say how horrible of a person you are. Yeah. Rather than be like, this guy, maybe he did, I don't know, like any of the people that you're working with. Yeah. Like they did some heinous act, but it's like, let's, why? Let's try to understand. Yeah. And I mean, obviously if the person's, a real psychopath. I mean, that's different, but I, I don't know. I, I can almost always find something about somebody, you know, and it's even easier at where I'm at right now because a lot of these people, when they committed their crime, they were really ill, so they didn't know what they were doing. Like, they didn't know yeah. the difference between right and wrong at that point. Wow. Like, they wouldn't have done what they did if they... We're in the same mind yeah, that they we're, were in, in now. Same mind. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So you're like almost learning what a person that wasn't you did. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, there's people in that hospital who have murdered loved ones and have to live with that. Jeez. Like now that they are sane and they're healthy again, they have to live with the fact that they did that, which is the saddest thing. Like. Yeah the saddest thing that I've ever had to deal with working with a patient. Like, that is... I couldn't imagine. Oh, no. You know what I mean? I do. Like, it's just... Yeah. 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 I Yeah, I don't know. It's the Lord's work, Courtney Mills. <laughs> the Lord's work. Yeah. I'm just a child of the Lord. Just a little lamb over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. I, was, I wasn't kidding. Because I came here... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a little late. Unwashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Unclean. <laughs> you are unclean. <laughs> uh, the Lord forgives. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, we should wrap up. I okay. think. I don't, I don't even keep I don't time. Know, yeah. I how just, are you going to describe this episode? Like, we. I'll just still just, name it after the story. Huh? I'll just still name it after the story. Okay. Yeah. And then it'll just be a surprise at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is the good stuff to me. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. That's what I. That's what I think, but. Uh, do you have any Do you have any dates to plug? You got anything coming up? Uh, I'm doing Quincy's on Monday in Mount Adams. Okay. Uh, that starts at 7:30. Um, well, this will come out a couple weeks after that, but. Well, I still expect them to be there. All right, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, and then the 24th, I'll be at Go Bananas. Oh, awesome! Okay, cool. Yeah. Hopefully, have this out before then. Okay. Because people come out. There's a huge bump when yeah. you get dropped on. The oh, uh, yeah, I figured. Yeah. So, okay. Well, thanks a lot, Courtney. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, later. Bye.